Before we back, baby, we told you that we would be. Thank you for staying tuned. Thank you for listening. Now we're talking about that what? In-season tournament, baby, in the NBA. We was talking about them quarterfinals. You know what I'm talking about? So we're going to run down this thing, and we're going to chop up these games, and we're going to see what we think about it and where it's going and how it might end up. All right, let's make it do what it do, baby. Listen, check this out right here, D, my man. Let's start off right here. First quarterfinal game. Celtics against the Pacers. Now, this right here kind of took me off a back because the Pacers won that thing, 122 to 112 against the Celtics, man. Got knocked out. Tell me, how you feel? Uh, The Pacers' offense is just real deal. Like, they get up and they get up and go. They running that thing, and Tyrese Halliburton looks like the best point guard in the league this year. Um, They, they push that thing, and it, it's, it's hard to keep up with them. They young, fast, and they making shots. Uh, whole story on up, double digits. You got 26, 13, and 10 from Tally. You get 21 from Buddy Hill. We had a Buddy Hill sighting. Exactly. Miles Turner had 17. Double-double. Double-double, 17 and 10. Uh, Bruce Brown, 13. Obi Toppin, 12. Then off the bench, Ned Smith gave him 14. Benedict Matherin gave him 16. It's it's a – they bought into a team. And I think their superstar is the exact guy they need. Tyrese Halliburton is the exact superstar they need on that team because he's not a superstar superstar, if that makes sense. He's not a he's not a superstar in his head. In his head, he's a, going out there having fun playing the game. He's a superstar, though. Legit superstar, no question, has this team rolling right now. Um, and like I said, their they offense is just going to be something to – to try and keep up with. They have that. When I look at them, I see a little bit of a Mike D'Antoni, Phoenix Suns, Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire, seven seconds or less. Right. Type offense. Right. It's just they get up, go, take the first good shot. Don't don't worry about it. Get back and play defense. Yeah. It's, that, it's a simple philosophy. Yeah. But it works so well. It works so well, especially when you have the point guard who can do it, who can't get the – the, the pass to the right guy at the right time, but also can score. He right, takes, right. He takes so much pressure off the rest of that team. Um, Listen, so so let, let me ask you this: I ain't seen a, a Pacers team grind this hard since them Rick Smith days and the Red, the, the you know the Reggie uh, Miller days. And who was that number one point guard that like to shake his hand, hand down, man down? Uh, <laughs> What's my man's name? Uh, Mark. You don't talk about Mark Jackson. Yeah, baby. You know what he He taking he'll shoot a free throw and then shake his head. Now, they, now they balling out of control, man. Hey, listen. Now here's one thing that when I look at it though, is uh, Halliburton, man. I know he's young and strong, man, but he played forty minutes of this game. <laughs> that's a lot of minutes. Yeah, uh, but and that's just the thing of having this young team. They can do it. Um, you want to do it now versus having to play forty minutes. Eight years into the league, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I get what you're saying, but he's not LeBron James, man. Yeah, so then play these forty minutes and get your team this dub. Yeah, and I love it though. So tell me though, because this right here, you we kind of thought about it because think about it, the Celtics they was the hottest team coming in, man. I mean, smoking hot. All right, so what happened now? What was the breakdown on that? Because they top two, of course. Tatum, he had 32. He actually had a double-double. He was balling on both sides. Uh, Jason Tatum had 32 points with 12 rips. Your boy Jalen Brown had 30 points, too. So they combined for 62 of those points, man. But it don't look like too many other people showed up. Uh, Yeah. 
Um, they're they're bigger. Their third option is Kristaps. Mm-hmm. As far as scoring goes, um, missing him puts a lot of pressure on people like Jeru, who, like I said, he didn't come here to score. That's not what they're looking for from him. Um, bad game from him. Al Harford had a bad game. Hauser, his name keep popping up, man. <laughs> Fifteen yeah, he, points yeah. off the bench, uh, five threes. Um, great. It's just when you run into situations like this, it, nobody. Else, it is just the perfect combination of things for the Pacers. Everybody was scoring for them versus only two. We'll take that every night. We'll take that every night. You two guys versus my seven. Right. It's, it's gonna be hard for you to win. But um, do, do you feel that this uh, uh, brings concern into into the the, the heads and the, the thoughts and the minds of the Boston Celtics? Because even though it's not for that you know NBA yeah. you know uh, championship, it is for that that NBA Cup, and it was for a championship within the season. Does this not concern you? Because it, so, what are they saying? We can't we can't win without Chris Porzingis. Um, what what's going on? Because this had to hit him hard, man. It, it it I think what it rises is not can we not win. Mm-hmm. It just brings up that question of how can we figure out to win just in case we don't have him for the stretch. Yeah, this was in, I feel like it was important to them. I feel like it was important to everybody. Uh, you do want to, whenever there's something involved, tangible that you can grab and touch, you want to win it. You, nobody's gonna sit here and convince me. You don't want that in series and tournament trophy, right? Um, but the bigger picture is that Davey O'Brien at the end of the year, absolutely. So, and we know it wasn't a seven game series. We we do that. We do know that absolutely one hundred percent. And like you say, I don't know, but uh, it has been said before, and I've even used this terminology. This may have been a good loss, yeah, because it shows you something. Mm-hmm. It shows you, and maybe even if you got to go out there and get just a. An electrifying score, somebody who could just come in a little well type of guy. I don't know if we have that in. Oh, we do in Cam Thomas out in Brooklyn, but I don't know if there's somebody you can you know acquire trade for with that type of skill set that can come in and just give you a bucket when you need one. So, or is it just gonna be talking, sitting down with Jeru, telling him like we need a little bit more offensively from you? Right, exactly. Things like that. Yeah, and that, and that makes so much sense to me, man. And we're going to keep an eye on that as well. Let's go to this next uh, 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 quarters, man. Quarterfinals game in the in-season tournament in the NBA. You take, you had those Pelicans, them Zion Pelicans against them Kings. Uh, those Pelicans won 127 to 117. Okay, when you look at that, Zion, man, he only had what? 10 points. Okay, uh, uh, B. Ingram, he had 30, doing what he needed to do. Valachunas, 18 and 8. Your boy, C.J. McCollum had 17, and your boy, Ace Jones, went off with 23. So, tell me how you feel about that right there. Oh, I thank the Pelicans. Pelicans did my Lakers a favor. We didn't want to see them Kings. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't play good against the Kings. I don't know what it is. Man. Right. We just don't. But, um... Yeah, the Zion thing is the the big concerning factor. Just saying he only played 28 minutes in this game um, kind of concerns me. Why? Because especially with his history of injuries and things like that, it's just concerning as to why, um, especially when you see like Herb Jones played 30 minutes, Trey Murphy played 30 minutes, uh, McCollum was out there for 36, 
great B.I. played it 40, just like we talked about with Tyrese Halliburton. Um, it's just, and then you only took eight shots. Then, I, I think the relationship in New Orleans is kind of getting foggy. It's, it's kind of getting murky for uh, Zion. I just think um, he wants to be a bigger part of a team. Like, he wants to have a bigger role. I thought he was a team, man, because when you think about that whole situation, he was out with injury. Brandon Ingram, he was doing everything he could do to keep the team afloat. And then that was the only thing you was talking about. When is Zion coming back? When is Zion coming back? When is Zion coming back? But now, think, where we at? I think that was the the turning point right there. When B.I. took that step and started balling out for them. Made it his team. He became their leader. He became their first option. Because you look at it, he can do more than Zion. Mm-hmm. His his bag is a little deeper. He can his range is further. Um, he his because of his height, he can pull up over more consistently. Things like that, better ball handler. Things like that. So it makes sense for them to run the offense through through him. Absolutely, yeah, of course. Um, he's a, he's a number two draft pick. You know, he is that same. He's held to that same criteria of a you know he's up there too. And he might not be what everybody thought Zion was going to be, but they was comparing him to Kevin Durant coming out. So the the skill set is there. Um, it's just Zion. I think he, like I said, I think he just wants that that responsibility of being that number one guy. Like that's what he and that's what he thought he was coming in to be. Yeah, but like you say, it was a couple of things that was in his control, a couple of things that wasn't in his control. Injury is injury, and everybody can have that. But at the same time, you have to be available to play as well. So what do you think and what do you see things going with, with Zion? Because we're going to talk about uh, that next game in, in a minute. But where do you, you see things going, man? Are they going to figure it out? Is he going to yeah. want to trade? For Pelican's sake, I hope they do figure it out because um, – this this they do have a nice core of young talent on this team. Uh, I do like like Brandon Ingram's coming into his own. I love Herb Jones. I love Trey Murphy, Dyson Daniels, Jose Alvarado off that bench. Like I love this Najee Marshall. I love this team. Uh, but it's a lot of that has to do with them having Zion on this team. Um, it is reports coming out about Zion talking about he wants to play for the Bulls and things like that. Uh, like he was talking, he was talking to a, he was talking to a staff member in the tunnel, uh-huh. and they was like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter what it look like, you and Zach." Right. So it is when those things start creeping up on you, and you seeing things like this, you hearing things like he's trying to buy in. It, it all points to the wrong thing. It's right. Even like off the wrong signs. And that's not what you want. No, 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 huh? Especially this early in the season, he's just not getting back. He's just not getting healthy. He's just play, playing extended minutes, and he, he's having great games as well. All right, let's move on to this next one. Your boy, your Bucks, baby. Okay, the Milwaukee Bucks went out for 146 points and beat them New York Knicks, baby, 146 to 122. Well, what, what do you think about that one right there, baby? Because uh, Giannis he had his 35, Leonard he had his 28, and he had. Help from the bench and the other starters. So, what you think about that game right there? One forty six, one twenty two. Bucks over the Knicks. Um, that's just a good win. Um, Cause the Knicks didn't necessarily play bad. They Julius Randle had an amazing game. Fourteen for nineteen for forty one points, six rebounds, five assists. Amazing game from Julius. 
We, I know we be hard on you, Julius. Good game, boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good game, boy. Uh, Jalen Brunson did struggle a little bit from three. 10 for 22, 0 for 5 from three. He did have 24. RJ Barrett had 23 on an inefficient night. Just things like that. Good good point production, but just inefficient. Took too many shots to get those points. Right. Um, And then they was just throwing anything out there. They were trying to see if anybody could get hot, get going at the end of the game. But then, like we said, this is what the Bucks need. Um, Giannis to do his thing. Dame, do your thing. And everybody else, just chip in something. Mm-hmm. This 18 from Malik Beasley, great. 14 from Chris Middleton, not ideal, but we'll take it. Right. We'll take it. Um, Brick Lopez only gave you nine, which is fine in a game like this. Uh, I knew those 20 and 30 points, man, was going to come to an end, oh, yeah. man. That was just something I I don't know what was you happening that night. Keep that up. Because they didn't expect it from him, and I don't think they was guarding him. Yeah, they, and that's the thing. He was struggling with his three-point shot. He's, I think he's been struggling a lot this year. Um, so I think... They, that game, they tried to back off, let him shoot. He made him pay. Things like that. You take that risk. Sometimes you take that risk. Um, but he made him pay that night. Uh, but then you get Blake Bobby Portis, who chipped in 13, and Cameron Payne chipped in 12. Um, a full team effort. Just The Knicks just let it slip away. Yeah. And it wasn't no – with a team like the Bucks, you get behind. It's, it's, it's hard to come back. You can mainly – you're limiting yourself to threes. Cause now they can just sit and protect the paint with with Giannis and Brook. Uh, it, it turns into difficult shots for you. You absolutely one hundred percent correct. Okay, now this next game, uh, uh, as far as the quarterfinals is concerned, which probably was one of the best games, also one of the most controversial games, especially near the end of this one. Uh, I'm gonna let you take it away. Let me shoot the score out to you right quick. Lakers one hundred six, Suns one hundred three. Lakers win. I need your whole entire synopsis on this, man. How you feel about the game and what took place? Um. Great game. Let me get that out of the way. First. Okay. All Great right. game. This game was amazing. Uh, <laughs> energy was live in there. Uh-huh. Um, the the end was a little questionable. It was, and it goes both ways. It was things both. Uh, the kickball call that wasn't called. Um, the timeout that they gave us. Uh, some, it was questionable. But at the end of the day, I don't think you can blame games on those things. You can't blame games on on stuff like that. No excuses. And it's such a bang bang thing. Even that that <laughs> bang bang that um that kickball. It's a it's a an opinion based call. Did he try to kick it? Did you intentionally throw it off his foot? That's did a sports you, too. Did you, know, <laughs> did, you, did you intentionally do that? Um, the the timeout call. It's hard to really tell in that position. Does he still have control over that ball? Um, possession is. We won. Right, we exactly. Won. We had a great game. Uh, what you think about LeBron James with that 31? Uh, AD gave you that double-double, which he needed to do the higher end of a double-double with 27 points, 15 rips. And then I think Austin Reeves, was, his dagger at the end of the game is what sealed it, right? Yeah, it gave us 20. And I think that's the, the biggest takeaway from this game because nobody else played well outside of LeBron, AD, and Austin Reeves. Nobody else played Nobody else played well. D'Angelo Russell was 3 for 11, 2 for 8. Cam Reddish 0 for 4. Tyron Prince 2 for 6. Hachimura gave a 7 off 3 for 8. And so if we didn't have that 20 from Austin Reeves off the bench, uh, we 
most likely would have lost this game. Right, exactly. So you feel did the Lakers have a second unit? I'm trying to think because hey, is this um is this Bando uh, first game back? I want to say first active game, like he was dressed out or stuff. But yeah, this is the first game he played. I want to, I believe. Okay, and, and like I said, Rui, he gave you 21 minutes, so he gave some other people a little bit of rest, man. Uh, so uh, when you look at that, like you said, Reeves, that 20 points said a lot needed to happen. And I think that's a that move early on is gonna pay dividends, moving him to the bench. Um, and then I think we do have established a bench now. All right. This could be a great bench. Matt Christie just got good first-team reps while Cam Reddish was out. He got a lot of good team. You know what I'm saying? He got a lot of good minutes with that first starting team. Um, you get Vando Beck that takes out Christian Wood, who wasn't fitting. Rory's playing on the bench now. Uh, give us that energizer, rebounder guy. Um, Austin Reeves and J- Jackson Hayes. It's a... I think it's a good start for a starting unit. Right. It's those type of players. You got a defender. You got your playmaker. You got your shooters. Um, now you just figure out that rotation of when you bring them in and things like that. And when you bring in a whole five. Because now I think you do have the capability of doing that. Give your whole start five a break, especially when we're up early. Right. And it looks like they, it looked like they, they, they mixing the pot, man. They stirring the soup. And I think it's finally kind of congealing, man. Gotta get in there. Need the dough. Exactly. So let's look at the Suns for one quick second before we get to the semifinal matchups, man. Uh, okay. KD, Kevin Durant, he gave you 31. Book, he gave Booker, he gave you 21. And then, you know, the Grayson Allen, he he came up with 21 as well. But when you look at those other other uh, players that was out there, man, they didn't give everybody else pretty much was in single digits. Uh, Eric Gordon, seven. Nurkish, three. Uh, Eubanks, six. Goodwin, seven. Littles, five. You know, so it, it was only really three people playing that game. It was the same. And it was still close, but. Same exact, because it's the same exact thing from the Lakers. Only three people. Austin Davis, LeBron James, I mean, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Austin Reeves, only people who had double digits for us, it's just that those those zeros and things that they got, the two, we got a little bit extra help. You know what I mean? And then it did help LeBron, I mean, LeBron and KD scratched each other off. Right. Like 31 scratched each other off. Right. Um, it helps Anthony Davis was able to outscore Book. By six. Austin Reeves only got outscored by one, by Grayson Allen. And then the rest of our team contributed just a little bit more. So it's, it was just one of those games y'all should have stepped up a little more. The the rest of the players around y'all should have stepped up a little bit more. It's always that dang if I would have made one of those. D-Book went one for one from three. We just limited him to only one three. Right. Is, you know? I love it. Things like that. But... They're still without Bradley Beal. Man, what is going on, man? Because everybody, that's the biggest question mark out there because arguably we don't know because he did not play. But don't nobody really know what's going on with Bradley Beal, man. I heard to say it was like his, his back was a situation. I don't know if he's still dealing with that now. But his point productivity is you can see that it's not there. And I need, you know, how you feel about that, man? I mean, how much longer is it going to be a situation, man? Because they need him to play and to get in the basketball shape if they're trying to make a run. And the thing is with these games, I I know for certain every time they played the Lakers, it's been a close game, and they haven't had their full roster. I think one game it was just Kevin Durant. Um, so it's, when you think of games like that, you got to think 
we would have won this game. It's hard to not think like that. We would have won this game if we had Bradley Bill. You got to expect he he's better than a three-point differential. He he swings the game more than a three-point differential. Absolutely. So, it, and that's just the, I think that got to be frustrating for them at some extent because you don't know what it looks like. Right now, yeah, we know we got two people who can score the the you know, the skin off the ball. They can shoot the laces off that but it doesn't we don't got the full product, haven't seen the full product. And these when it gets into these playoff seven game series when teams have chemistry and things like that, when we're that's what happens I think that's the cause of teams doing that ISO ball, watch, standing around watching the guy do because they right. don't have that built up chemistry. They feel they got to do it themselves. They feel like or that's just is the game he's been used to for so long. Now that he has a Devin Booker and a Kevin Durant, he hasn't had the games with them to learn how to change his game. Mm-hmm. You have to get that practice in, and the best practice is live practice. Right. What did they give up to get Bradley Bill, man? What did they give up to get him? Because he ain't on the floor. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they gave up nothing. Oh, okay. All right. Well, they did expect him to play, though. Yeah. All right. Let's go to these semifinals, okay? <laughs> Down to these uh, last uh, uh, two matchups, man, in the semifinals. You took and you had the Pacers, baby, and Halliburton go crazy again. Uh, they beat them Bucks 128 to 119. Pacers 128. Bucks 119. Now, we had a little bit of controversy, man, and everything. Bobby Portis wanted to say some things to the coach, and he a little upset about what happened and what went on, but the Pacers won. So, you, you let's go with the Pacers first uh, and how you feel about uh, their uh, productivity and they win in the semifinals of the in-season tournament against the Bucks, and then we'll go to, I mean, yeah, against the Bucks, and then we'll go to, you know, the Bucks play. Same thing that it's just the same story with this Pacers team. Every game is just gonna be. You get twenty seven and fifteen from Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, you get twenty six and ten from Miles Turner. Bruce Brown chipped in ten. Over Chopper chipped in fourteen. Ian Jackson gives you eleven off the bench, and then everybody you get nine, eight, nine, six, eight from everybody else. That's a com- that's a winning recipe. That's a winning recipe, and that's why they keep. Scoring in the one twenties and things like that. There, and Buddy Hill had an off night, man, but they still was able to overcome this. Because it's it, and that's the thing. They're a real team. They're a team of everybody going to try to capitalize on just the opportunities they're given. Right. Not trying to force the ball into their hands. Not trying to force up shots. Just make the most out of the opportunities we're presented with, and it's working for them. Um. Because look at it, look at this right here now. Buddy Hill, he took he had an off shooting night, but he pulled down eleven rebounds. That's significant for those who know the game. You just and that's just all right, my shot's not working. How else can I help? Exactly. Crash on the boys and create more opportunity. That's a recipe for success, baby. That keeps you on the floor. Absolutely it do. So and that's just they're a team that's I think you gotta watch them going forward too as well. Cause these are the teams that will Sneak up on you, right? Yeah. Okay. Now look, they played the Bucks, and we know the Bucks lost this game. Giannis gave him twenty-seven. Chris Middleton he stepped up with twenty points this time. Brooke Lopez he had a, he had a better game with eighteen. Dame Dollar had twenty-four. The rest of the team was in single digits. Man, Bobby Portis he ain't happy. He yapping at the coach. 
upset with what's happening and what's going on? Uh, is, is it is it trouble in paradise? Um, is it shaking and no bacon? And this the thing too. Is it all grits, no eggs? This your team. This your this your team. This what the team go look like. Or the idea what the team look like. You got thirty minutes from Chris Middleton, which we we've been saying is a significant thing. Seeing him come back and play more than 15 minutes a game. Uh, he gave you 30 points. I mean, 30 minutes, 7 for 13, 4 for 5 and 3, 20 points. Like, that's a great third option if you ask me. Right. Uh, Brooke Lopez, 7 for 17, 3 for 10 from 3, too many threes he has. If you shoot three, that's too many. That's too many threes. From a big man. Yeah, but 18 points. He did have eight. I mean, six boards. Dame, the 24-7-7. And then Giannis did his thing, 37-10. Um, it's just that that bench needs some. It needs some. Some somebody need they need something. I would think Payne would be the will be the one that they need to look at to step up, man, to give him more than uh, four points. Man, he's not a he. In this situation, yes, you would you would want him to give you more, but he's not that. He's not the score. What about Beasley then? I'm just trying to help him out. What about Beasley? Maybe Beasley need to take in his part, uh, productivity, need to increase because he only had seven points in this loss. Yeah. Uh, and he's a starter. Yeah, Beasley, yeah, 36 minutes for seven points is not ideal. But Beasley's that they needed a point guard to slide into that that fifth spot in the start lineup, and he was their best option. They're definitely missing Holiday, ain't they? Yeah. They 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 definitely miss him, but at the same time, this is what they wanted. They wanted offensive help for Giannis. Mm-hmm. They tried to get it with Dame, but now it's just that you you have a less complete team, right? And, and it seemed to be and correct me if I'm wrong. Their defensive liability too now. Oh yeah, nah. Defensively is terrible. Defensively, you guys are terrible. Mm-hmm. You got two guards who don't play defense. Chris Middleton is slow feet. Mm-hmm. Slides like he's slow footed. Uh, the best thing y'all have is rim protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, this ain't the era for rim protection. <laughs> I mean, it's nice. It's, it's nice. Right. You got teams shooting thirty three times from three. Like they they they. they they shoot the ball a lot now. Right. They shoot the ball a lot now. And it's, it's kind of easy to get people moved around. The pick and roll is one of the most fundamental plays in basketball. Exactly. It's easy to get your big away from the rim. <laughs> and that's the only thing y'all depending on. Uh, y'all banking on is for me to drive into Giannis. <laughs> y'all need to change y'all game plan. Because either y'all think I'm stupid. Uh-huh. Oh, y'all is. Right. Something has got to change. Can I just go drive straight into Giannis and no. no uh-uh. No, sir. No, sir. I got you, man. Hey, but listen. So, I, how about um, this little situation right here, Dean? How about this little situation right here? And I know you love it because I know how much you love talking about them. Them Lakers had 133 against them Pelicans 89 in them at semifinals of the in-season tournament, baby. They turned it all the way up. Still smoking. Hey, listen. Snickers still got smoke coming out hey, the top. Hey, hey. <laughs> we try to get a trophy. Mm-hmm. And we don't care what tournament it is. Right, exactly. What is. That's what I'm saying, we man. We get us one. I think they, look, they look like they played everybody on the team. Everybody played. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. LeBron James had 30. AD had his double-double. 
16 points, 15 rips. Prince had 15. D-Lo, 14. Reeves, 17. Rory, 12. Bing, 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 bing. Like, man. Oh, my goodness. 17 from 35 from three as a team. Yeah. That's 48%. Oh, my goodness. You can't get no better than that. That's meat on the bone. If you do, y'all cheat. That's meat and the bone. Like they, <laughs> and for us to come out and dominate this game with Anthony Davis only giving us 15. Right. It shows what this team is capable of. When y'all make y'all gosh darn shots. Make them. Just make the shots, man. <laughs> and listen, I don't think it hurt none, but but uh, 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 Brandon Ingram had a very slow night with just nine points, and Zion gave him 13. Uh, they starting five, man, uh, was real, uh, 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 I guess you could say, they underperformed. But like I say, let's not take away what the Lakers was able to do, man. Oh, yeah, nobody on that starting five shot 50%. Right. Nobody. Right. Nobody. Oh, Zion did, but he only took eight shots. Right. Yeah. I still. I, every time I see this a Zion stat, I do not understand how he's taking less shots than Jonas Valanciunas. Mm-hmm. Don't make sense how to me. Trey Murphy come off the bench and get more shots than you. He's I don't. The same amount of shots as Jordan Hawkins. <laughs> One more shot, Jose Alvarado. <laughs> I don't know, man. It don't make a whole lot of sense to me. And then again, 26 minutes. Yeah. 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 You you 100% right on that one, man. But let me ask you this right quick. Uh, it, it, it does seem to be uh, that Cam Reddish is an intricate part of the team for the Lakers. And when he was out uh, those couple of games, the continuity of the, the game difference. and the chemistry was off. You seen the difference. So he, he back, man. He changes. And having Vando back on that bench. Right. Changes what we can do defensively. Mm-hmm. It changes things so dramatically. Right. If we, Cam Reddish is a great on-ball pressure, point of pressure, great attacker. Like he, did, I told you, he was leading in steals for that month of November, doing amazing things. The shot became more consistent after that that one miss uh, at the end of the game. I can't remember who we were playing, but early on he missed the game winner. Lebron, LeBron said, "I'm coming back to I'm you. Giving it to Get you. ready Next again." Next game he hit a, a clutch three in that right. same exact corner. Mm-hmm. Shots becoming more consistent. He's buying into that three and D role. Um, and then you look at. Like I said, D'Angelo Russell has probably been our most consistent player this year outside of LeBron. Um, AD, we know what we're going to get from AD. I a double-double pretty much every night. I don't night. want to talk about it no yep. more. Um, so now this is where I think it gets interesting. Say we need defense. You take out Torrin Prince and slide Vando in there. Slide LeBron to the three. There you go. Perfect. Okay. Say we need more scoring. Okay. Slide still. Take out Torrin. Slide down LeBron, slide down Cam, enter Austin Reeves. Oh, we need more boards. Cool. Take Austin Reeves out, slide Cam back down, slide Brian back down, enter Roy. There you go. Exactly, baby. Do now. And then we still got to think Gabe Vincent isn't back on that bench. Right. He's not back. Right. Got to think. I talked about this with Max Christie. Got great minutes. Playing with that starting lineup when Cam was hurt, he showed some ability to defend and knock down threes. Now you got a legit three and D on your bench. I think we're benefiting from having to face adversity early on. AD's learning you got to be more consistent. You got to be more aggressive. LeBron sees the team he has. He knows he has to play his game every night. You you do have to play. 
LeBron James basketball every night. I'm not right. saying a thirty pointer every night, but it has to be that twenty to twenty five, five and five. Like we need that consistently from. Um, but like I said, this 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 game put a lot of installed a lot more faith into this team for me. Okay, well that's great. You know why? Because your Lakers, your Los Angeles Lakers, is playing the Indiana Pacers for the first inaugural NBA Championship Cup for the in-season tournament and MVP. You need to tell me how you see this game happening and popping off, man. What's going to go on? How you how you think this thing is going to get chopped up? Who's going to come out victorious? Um, I think the Lakers going to pull this one out. Okay. And then my, my only reasoning is... Talk to me. My only reasoning is I think we match up well. We match up really well against them. And I'm going to point out a couple of reasons. Cam, great, like I just said, great point of pressure, on-ball defender. You put him on Tyrese Halliburton, speed him up just a little bit, cause him to make a couple more mistakes, things like that. Just don't let him be comfortable the whole game. I think Anthony Davis is will be the best player on the court this game just coming off of what he did last game. We know how he is. This is one of those bounce-back games for him. Um, it's time, AD. He's going up against a Miles Turner. Uh, I just don't see them being able to – I think he can have his way down there that game. LeBron is hot right now, back-to-back 30-point games. Um, I think he really wants this end-season tournament just to create that conversation. I'm already hearing people talk about it. If he wins this, does that – Bring him closer to Michael Jordan. Uh, it's an in-season tournament. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> however you want to spin it, however you want to twist it. If that's what makes you get up and get going in the morning, right. hey, I'm going to compare you to Michael Jordan if you did this thing. <laughs> Is those your Wheaties? <laughs> like, come on, man. It's just, hey, I think, I just think, and then it's a it's a thing of we're more, we're a defensive team first and foremost. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we're we're learning that we have to hang our hats. Um defense still wins championships. And we got some maybe we got ballers too. Right. Defense I love defense. I I think that should be the first thing you buy into on any team. Cause it leads to easy baskets. Why make it harder for yourself trying to play half court basketball all the time when you can speed the game up by forcing bad shots, getting steals, getting um unforced turnovers. All those type things are what wins you games? Absolutely. Um, and I just think we'll be able to defend them. I think we'll be able to – our length, we'll be able to slow them down, things like that. They won't be able to just get up and run up and down on us. Right, right. We're not, we're not going to let that happen. So what What you got uh, that, that score being, man, uh, the Lakers against the, uh, the Pacers for the uh, NBA Cup? Um, I'm going to go 110-104. 110-104. I love it, man. Who got MVP? For the first one. LeBron James. LeBron James, baby. Now, uh, save as they do win this thing, because what are they out right now, 14 and 9? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so save as they do win this thing, is is it is it new talks? Is it rejuvenated circumstances? Is it now the Lakers, you're going to have to go through them to get to that O'Brien? We got that that, that big one. Um, I think they'll be taken more serious. Right. I still think the favorites is still like that Nuggets, that Nuggets team. Um you still got to wait to see what the Suns look like healthy. But I think they'll... But I know, man. But do you think the the, the Suns going to get healthy? Because Bradley Beal, man, it's injury once we done kept him out up until this point. Yeah. We don't even know what that man... We don't even know he can still play basketball he's like getting, that. He's getting reevaluated this week. Uh, they just said he's amping up for a return. Um, but 
that's just what we got. We got to wait and see. Okay. And then they still got things like figuring out how to get bowl bowl into the game, just like that. I think they're they're both rotational problems. Like they they got to figure out that rotation as well as get Bradley Beal back in the court. But I think we're right in that that right up under the Nuggets, right in that area of like Suns, uh, Mavs. I will never compare us to the Clippers. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. So when you think about this, right? <clears throat> say for instance, they win this thing and make it do what it do. Um, do do you feel like it's a, it's a situation where, uh, uh, and we do know it's an in season tournament and it's not that big boy, big boy. Do you think that uh, it'll be considered to be a satisfactory season with just that tournament, or just like no, we really need to show it's, what we got? It's nice and all, it's nice and, and that's more for. Fans coming from fans, that's for y'all. Right. NC's a tournament, it's for y'all. Right. Okay. Feel good about it for y'all. Win that extra five hundred thousand for y'all. We want Davy O'Brien. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I'll put it to you like this. They don't need to take their foot off the gas. Oh, then. no, because it's still a regular season. This still matters for your record. Exactly. The trophy, that's what I'm saying. We want you to win these games. Because it leads to Davey O'Brien. <laughs> now, the trophy and stuff is a plus uh-huh. for y'all. <laughs> you heard what it, you heard it. It's for y'all. <laughs> I love it. We're going to see how that game turn out, and then we're going to report on it, baby. Hey, let's go to this right here. You know what we got to do? That week 13 in the NFL. Review games and highlights, man. We already know that the Cowboys beat the Seahawks. It was probably closer than it needed to be, but we do know that Prescott did what he needed to do. Cowboys won 41-35. He looks good. Okay, we're going to give it to him. Geno Smith, he wasn't bad himself. Now, let's go to this next game right here, baby. Let's go to the Colts and the Titans. Colts won 31-28. You tell me how you feel. Gonna miss you, baby. <laughs> it's miss you time. Miss you magic, baby. Did you, did, did, did you see how he was just tanning up in the locker room, baby? Huh? <laughs> he was cutting it, baby. He was making I, it do what I it do. You, Rug I, burning, baby. I Come on. He was going to be a difference maker in this game. How did somebody who... who has been here. He's been here. He's had to come off the bench when his starter got hurt and continue the season for his. He's been here. He's been in the Eagles building around winners. He's been to Jacksonville around dysfunction. He's been <laughs> everything. And he just responds so well. Alec Pierce gave him a three reception, 100 yard game for a touchdown. Michael Pittman, 11 catches, 105. Garner Minshew, 26 for 42, 312 and two touchdowns, no interceptions. They, they, they went out there, and he has them on the verge of a playoff spot. Exactly. And he, he's, he's, all they can do is win games. They don't really have, they don't really control it. But all you, gotta, all you can do is win games, and that's what he's doing for them. He, he's winning games for them. It was a close game, and it was a very important game. You know, so did Jonathan Taylor play this game? I don't think so. Okay. And, you know, on the other side, you're taking, you know, Will Levis and everything. You know, he don't have that much experience at quarterback. Uh, Derrick Henry, he did what he needed to do, but that's really all they got as far as the Titans do have on offense. D-Hop, he was 5 for 75 with one Teddy. But, uh, okay, it was a close game, man. But like you said, man, it's going to be so interesting. If they win the games, they're supposed to win because this game did go into overtime. Uh, they still came out with the dub. Found a way to win the tough one. Yeah, and that's what you got to do. Especially in this league, it's week to week. Those is the ones that 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 play spoiler. 
the right ones. It's not the it's not the games, and it, and it, like I said, you expect them to win this game because the way the Titans are, but these are the games that sneak up on you. Trap game. It's the game that sneaks up on you, and a lot of people don't answer the correct way mm. once they get punched in the mouth by a small guy. You get if, if that makes sense. If, once you get punched in the mouth by somebody smaller than you, six pounds of pressure. A lot of people don't know how to. Everybody got a plan. What what Mike Tyson say? Everybody, everybody got a plan until they get, get, the get to the get hit, baby. So, everybody got it. I, just the answer from them when they say like, okay. They're not finna lay down. <laughs> exactly. It's like, uh-oh. We, we finna have to go out here and play. And they did it. They answered the bell and they won. So. Man, and that's wonderful, man. And I'm really uh, trying to see how all of that kind of pans out. Because like you said, they might not be in control of their destiny, but they winning the games that they need to win. Now, this next, this next game that we're going to talk about and everything, it ain't really about the score. Okay? It ain't really even about the score. But the Falcons won this game against the Jets. 13 to 8. Whatever. This is what I want to talk about. Uh, now, Zach Wilson not really wanting to play because he don't want to get hurt. Well, is he protecting himself from something or somebody? And Rogers talk this, that, and the other. So, I already see your expression on your face. So, please break it down. Because we've talked about it. We talked about this. When y'all said y'all putting in Tim Boyle, what did y'all expect to happen to this young man? Y'all thought he was just going to stand over there and be happy. Y'all thought he was going to go home and beat up on himself. Y'all didn't think he was going to look in the mirror and question his ability to play the game. Hmm. Now y'all talk about some, oh, nah, you're going to be the starter again. And now he talk about some, oh, nah, oh, oh, wait, wait. Yeah, exactly. And, and, then, and then Coach Salas say, oh, Zach Wilson's back in the lineup and he gives us the best chance to win the, the, the game. Why did you take me out in the first place? <laughs> and, then, and then they said, the report came out, he said, I don't really know if I want to start. Salas said, he won't be here then. Who wants to be there? Exactly, man. I'd rather you let me go. <laughs> I'd rather you let me go. Because from week to week, you blaming different people. Right. You just point at different people every week. Y'all play <laughs> Trevor Simeon today. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the ball guy's fault. Who, 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 who tosses the ball in for them to play with? Like, it's the chain guy's fault. Come on, man. Who moving the chains? Like, it's the, the water boy. <laughs> he put the camera too close to the his face. The cameraman is not looking at us correctly. The red light flashed at the wrong time. I distracted me that. from playing like, the game. <laughs> Solid. Solid. I, I love you, man. I love you. But you, you losing it. Yeah, you're man. You're losing it. Yeah. And I know you're trying, to, you're trying to spray that fire extinguisher on on a uh, forest fire. Exactly. But boy, two buckets of water. He's been playing damage control the whole entire no, season. But now he's, he need to control himself. Now he on fire. <laughs> he need to control himself. Put yourself out. Because now you, yeah, you done switched out the fire extinguisher for some for gasoline. <laughs> exactly. You just adding, you adding to the problem. Very flammable. You're adding to the, <laughs> man. Man, I swear, man. It just don't, it don't make no sense. Oh, and the, oh man, and, and listen, if we're gonna move on, and then you know, Aaron Rodgers' uh, 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 character assassination, whatever. Okay, let's move on to that next game, man. Let's move on to some football. You got them Detroit Lions, baby, played against the Saints. Listen, even, and I think Derek Carr might have went out on this game. I'm not, I yeah, think he went down. Again. Okay, I think he Concussion went down. Protocol, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, the Lions squeaked 
squeaked past the, the, uh, the New Orleans Saints 33-28. I need your complete synopsis on this, on what you think and, and, and how you feel. Lions did win, barely. Barely. Um, just, this is who they are. <laughs> just who, this is who they are, man. Not, not really impressive. Not really, like, eye-popping. They don't do nothing extremely well. They just find ways to win games. <laughs> that's the, to that's, barely win to games. To barely win games. That if, if y'all are saying they're real contenders, they should walk out of here with no problem. It is just... <laughs> they still gave up 28 points to the Saints, man. You know what I mean? Olave, he, took, he, he was a 100-yard receiver, man. You know what I mean? So, hey, I guess that kind of tells you, you about the defense. 59 yards rushing to Taysom Hill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a touchdown. And a touchdown, another 51 and two touchdowns to Alvin Kamara. Yeah. What, what, you, feel, what you feel about Detroit and LaPorta, man? Nine receptions for 140 yards and a touchdown. They couldn't stop him. No, nah, he's a great he, – you know, that Iowa tight end. They tight end you. Right, George Kittle out here. <laughs> like they, they, they really putting out some great tight ends. Yeah, I think Laporta has that George Kittle thing to his game. He's not a, he's not a Travis Kelsey type of tight end. Mm-hmm. He's more of a physical. I can block. I can do these things, but I also can catch the ball. And you're gonna have a hard time tackling me. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna have to work for this tackle. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's move on to the next one, man. This was a very interesting game because the Broncos, what, four, five game win, five streak. Game win streak? Okay, they came up against CJ Stroud and them Texans, baby. Okay, the Texans beat the Broncos 22 17, uh, snapping the Denver Broncos win streak. You got to tell me how you feel this return to out. This 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 game ball goes to Houston's defense. Okay, they nice. Just, they just played amazing. Uh, forced Russell Wilson to throw three interceptions. I think Will Anderson had two sacks. Uh, Derek Stingley had those two of those three interceptions. Um, just just great. And then it's a close game. So if you don't force those three, three four, you know what I'm saying? Those three turnovers, uh, those threes and outs that you did at those times. This game could go completely different. Exactly. Uh, CJ Stroud still played great, two seventy four and a touchdown. Um, I think Tank Dale is out for the season now. Oh man, I hate to hear that too, man. Uh, Nico Collins, great game. Nine, that was his number one option. Nine receptions for one hundred and ninety one yards from Nico in that single passing touchdown that he got. Uh, but like I said, just that defense played great. Three total sacks, uh, five tackles for losses, seven pass deflections, and like I said, that the. Uh, Two interceptions from Derek Stingley and another from Jimmy Ward. So, what you think about Tank Dell going down, man? Does that do anything to uh, Houston Texans, uh, CJ Stroud, and those playoff hopes? Because that was their number one, man. That was the WR one. Yeah, that's just who he felt more. I mean, Nico Collins is their outside receiver. Yeah. Um, but he was that he that comfortable. He felt I don't want to call him a safety blanket because he's not a bigger. But just that I know I could depend on him to be. Where he's supposed to be and right. make these catches, right? Um, but I think with CJ Stroud's mentality and just the way this team functions, I just think they have that next man up mentality. Okay, makes sense. I think they will miss him, mm-hmm. of course, just because what he was able to do, taking like he was great. He get into open spots, find open holes, uh, make some tough catches for to be a small frame guy. Um, but like I said. 
great game. And this is a perfect example. Nico Collins goes out there, don't miss a beat. Right. He gives you 190. So I think of now it's just CJ spread the ball around. Get it to more different guys. And they've done that pretty much this whole year. Just Tank Dale has been their explosive guy. Right. And the offensive line has been giving C.J. Stroud the time to throw. To make these decisions. And that is a major, a major component that will help in their success. Okay. Next game up, man. <clears throat> I don't know what happened. It, what, was it a situation? Uh, if this was a defensive game or no offense? The Chargers beat the Patriots uh, six to zip. Six to bagel. Do what? Now, we know that the the, the Patriots ain't been really nothing all season, but th- their defense held, uh, the, uh, helped, held the Chargers to six points? Yeah, this is just a game with no offense. Because there's no forced turnovers. There's no, it's, it's nothing. It's just a bunch of nothing. Right. They were just out there. Playing the game because they had to when it was yeah, on the schedule? Pretty much. Neither they they didn't of, want to stay at home and watch the game. Wanted, neither one of these teams wanted to be in. <laughs> okay, next. Because it's only. <laughs> y'all look at these these stats. 22 for 37, 212. You average 5.7 yards a pass. That's really height. Right. Okay, but, cool. Austin <laughs> Eckler, 14 carries for 18 yards. Mm. Joshua Kelly, 6 carries for 16 yards. Did I look? The defense got five sacks, eight times for loss, three pass deflections, no interceptions, no recovered fumbles, no nothing. <laughs> it ain't really nothing to talk about, man. Let's move on. Hey, how about this right here? Now, this this is a very interesting game. This is a very interesting game because uh, the, the Cardinals played the Steelers, and the Steelers already knew coming up they was going to be on a short week. But look, look at this right here. Cardinals beat the Steelers 24-10. First of all, I want to start right here. We'll get to the Cardinals in a second. How about that offense producing 10 points, man? We know Pickett is out. Trubisky is in. Man, what? I mean, 10 points. This is not something that, Tom, that Mike Tomlin is happy with. He done already fired his offensive coordinator. His fourth quarter option and Pickett is gone. You got Trubisky, 10 points. Is uh, what am I supposed to say about this? Exactly. My whole thing about it is, it seemed to me, man, but they they gonna miss the playoffs, man. They gonna play their way out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Like literally, they gonna play their way out of it. And mm-hmm. it's and it is sad to see because, like I keep saying, their defense is great, a great defense, like one of the better defenses we we've, we've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. But I also got to realize and stop putting so much pressure on them to win games. Right. They don't score points. Mm-hmm. They're not expected to score points. So the best thing that you can ask for in this situation is to score be 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> that, Go down there as a tie. And I ain't really sure how ties work in the NFL. I don't know if it hurts you or not. But anyway, I get you. What about Kyler Murray, man? He took and he had 13. He was uh, 13 for 23 with 145 yards in a touchdown. That's good. But Connor, baby, went off. 25 carries, 105 yards, and two touchdowns, I man. Is, I think that's what they need to do. Going forward, this Cardinals team. Yeah. Run the ball more. Okay. Let Kyler. This is a. This is Kyler's offseason, kind of in a way. Right, because he is RPO, though. Every every single play, he back there is basically RPO. Y'all know it's coming. Right. Y'all, y'all know. 
he, he and you gotta play that way with him because mm-hmm. he, he has that's his skill set. You can't find him. You're just too quick. <laughs> he disappears. He too small. Too. He, disappears. <laughs> he disappears, man. But but it's just let him try to get comfortable playing games again. Uh, get ready for next year. Don't try not to get him beat up, banged up. Uh, that's why I say run the ball a lot more. Only throw it um, in situational things. Um, get a, get ahead of the chain so you can only throw a third of shorts or uh, turnovers. You know, you try to get that instant big play after turnovers. Things like the off-guard things, second and, second and short, try to take a, a deep shot. Things like that. Um, but mainly just to try to protect him going forward because, uh, like I said, they're in a position where they don't have to use their early draft pick on a quarterback. Right. But you also don't want to get him hurt again and miss that opportunity to have these questions re-arise again. Because he was out of football for, what, 11 months, man. So you don't want to have these questions come back again after USN. He's still able to play the game at a winning level. Right, exactly. So you want to take advantage of that, keep him healthy, going to next year, pick up some uh, another young, useful piece. Um, If Marvin Harrison Jr. for all of y'all, that would be amazing for y'all. It's just mainly their thing now is keep him healthy. Absolutely. And these wins, uh, all wins help. Wins help everything. I love it. Okay, next game. Especially keeping your job. Exactly. Next game we got to talk about, and we kind of expected this, uh, but the Dolphins beat the Commanders 45-15. Before I get to the Dolphins, okay, and and that uh, Tua-Tyreek connection, TNT, uh, the Commanders, man, uh, I think Sam Howell is getting tired of getting sacked. And here, uh, Eric B is kind of clapping hand, heads uh, on the sideline just a little bit now, man. You kind of see that distinct, you know, a little bit of hesitation in there between the offensive coordinator and the quarterback. Hey, tell me what you think about that. Uh, <laughs> Sam Hall's part is not too much he can do. He, that is hard for me to say this, but that offensive line looks just as bad as the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And that's saying something. Because he's still leading with, in, in, in sacks for the season, right? Yeah, and for him to still be up there in passing yards the way he is, he's a tough guy. Surprised he's not hurt. It's showing he's standing in there taking mm-hmm. them hits trying to get y'all this ball. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to protect him. Y'all got to have his back. Um, Eric B., he just has to understand you're not in Kansas City anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't have the leisure of having a Patrick Mahomes. You don't have the leisure of having a Travis Kelce. You don't have the leisure of having that offensive line that they've been able to put together. You don't have the leisure of having dynamic weapons that you was used to with Tyreek Hill and McCole Harmon and Isaiah Pacheco. Out there. You don't have the leisure. <laughs> it's not there. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little bit more... Get it out the mud. Yeah, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go back to the roots, Eric B. I know you. I know it wasn't always peaches and cream for you. He can call a game, but at the same time, you do have to adjust it to the team. And, and I can see the. I I feel like it's the frustration because he's used to. I call something, y'all able to execute it. This team doesn't execute that same way. He might be thinking if y'all would have just did that. If it would have just went right, that play was a touchdown. And that's just because that's what he's used to. Out there at KC, if they ran it right, it's a touchdown. Right. You're playing with a younger quarterback, younger team, not a 
it's not the same. You don't have that same tier of offense that you're used to coaching. So you can't expect them to produce that same. Yeah, you're the same coach. You're the same coach, same mind, same schemes and all that. They're not the same talent. Adjust to that. Show us that genius. Apply it to these guys. You remember I said all about adjustment, second half adjustments, the ability to adapt. He showed flashes of that early on. That's why Sam Howell is in this position. They showed flashes, but it's just got to be on a consistent basis. Yeah, well, let me throw this. Let me throw this. Uh, this curveball to you. Sam Howell on a different team. Or you think he need to stay with Washington and they need to build up that O line? I think Washington has their bridge quarterback for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. You can you can you can get away with starting Sam Howell for two years for one to two years. Now. It's just the moves you make over these next one to two years with him as your quarterback. I would say definitely beef up that offensive line. Y'all have great weapons. Scary Terry, uh, Dobbs out there, um, another Charlotte native, De'Ami Brown out there, West Mech alumni. Shout out to him. Shout out. Um, so you it didn't that connection, Sam Howell and De'Ami both played at North Carolina together. So things like that. So definitely beef up that offensive line. Y'all gotta replace Montez. <laughs> yeah, listen, they got to they got to replace thirteen to fifteen sacks in their defensive side of the ball. They got to replace all of that. So that's what I'm. That's where your draft capital is probably gonna go. Trying to find an edge out of that draft. Um, it, it it just they don't have a good track record of making the right decisions, and that's what scares me. Right. Um, like this year, they drafted Emmanuel Forbes when it was just better players out there for you, to, and especially with the situation you guys are in. Um, what are beef up that line? Get vet help in that secondary, right? Get some vet help in that secondary, and then that's fill out the as any other team fill out the roster, upgrade where you can, retool as you say. Where you can, but Sam Howell is your bridge quarterback. Right. He can win you some games for these next one to two years. Y'all aren't, won't be competing for no Super Bowl in that time anyway. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Take it, Take advantage of having a young rookie quarterback on a, on a lesser deal. Y'all got him in the fifth, sixth round on a lesser deal. Spend that money elsewhere around him. He'll learn. He'll get better as it's going. Y'all might come up, you, you know, y'all might turn into a playoff team these next two years. Going forward, who knows? Sam Howell might become that franchise quarterback that you can keep going. Or if it goes the other way, you have better pieces now. Draft the quarterback in the draft. It's always going to be some type of quarterback coming out. Absolutely, yeah. But I really like Sam Howell. I like what he do. And he can spin it. And when he has time to throw, he can make that connection. I mean, he scared the Eagles. Yeah, he scared them, man. That was a three-point he, he game, baby. Some flashes. Now, yeah, I think he's bought. I think he's bought himself one to two years at least. At least. Okay, let's talk about TNT, baby. Yes, TNT for them Dolphins, baby. That Tua Tyreek connection. Now, man. Uh, uh, Tyreek Hill, man, had five receptions for 157 yards, man, and two touchdowns. This man is smoking hot on fire, man. MVP of the league? Uh, That's what I was just trying to look up, uh, Uh what the race looked like. But I think think he has to be in that conversation. I think if if any year – a non-quarterback wins this award, mm-hmm. this will be the year. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because you look around the league, 
none of the quarterbacks are doing MVP things in my eyes. No, no. Um, they all have knocks to whatever you can, whatever you can say. Is, um, the only one is Dak. Mm-hmm. Dak's the leading MVP quarterback for me. Now, if you want to have a come apart, I don't know, maybe a glue together. Make Dak Prescott the MVP of the league this season. <laughs> Just make him the MVP and, and watch how the world burns. Exactly. But, <laughs> but I think I think just and the reason why I'm saying quarterbacks certain win it this year because they're all too similar to each other. Right. Okay. They're all too in the same situations. All the ones that you would think of Brock Purdy. Yeah, you lead the league in QBR, pass for it, like things like that. But look at what you look at your situation. Look at where you are. Jalen Hurts, they'll look at his rushing touchdowns. Eight of those come from a yard or less. That's not impressive to me. Right. Um, you go and look at then you get to like Patrick Holmes, Mahomes. The numbers just aren't there. Um. So now you get to. Christian McCaffrey's mm-hmm. tools. Yep. Uh, Tyreek Hills. You get to. I even heard a a great argument for what's the left tackle for the 49ers? Trent Williams. Great argument for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Parsons on that Dallas Cowboys defense, and then you get to the lesser ones of just what C.J. Stroud for that Houston Texas team. Now that'll be an awesome pick. I think a lot of these people deserve it. Over those three that you automatically tie to MVP, right. Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts, Patrick, he, they all deserve it over them. Christian, Tyreek, um, C.J. Stroud, those are my picks right now. And, and, and listen, and, and it makes a lot of sense to me, man. You know, and it's okay to mix it up, but also the numbers show it. You know, we just ain't spitting out names. The numbers the show. The numbers show. Exactly. So let's see how that pans out, baby. Now, this right here is near and dear to your heart. It also was an NFC South battle, baby. Okay. Now you take it. You got, you got your special teams coordinator as interim head coach. Okay. You got everything going to be different. It ain't going to be the same look. So, Something's going to happen. It's not going to be what you think it's going to be. You know what I'm talking about, baby. It's them Tampa Bay Buccaneers against them Carolina Panthers. NFC South. But the Bucs pulled it off 21-18. But tell me what you saw, especially with Bryce Young in that offense, baby. Uh, it's never a good loss. Never. But... This is one of the better losses we had this year. Um, offense just gets off to such a slow start that it's hard. It's so hard to fight back in some of these games. You you then you get to a situation where we were in it. I think eighteen twenty one at the end of the. I think this was the we had the ball last. Um, you just have to force things that's not ideal because you don't have the personnel to do it. You don't have the personnel to get the ball downfield. Consistently, we don't have anybody that's taking the roof off of the defenses. What I can say, I liked and enjoyed about this game, Chuba Hubbard. Oh my goodness, twenty-five carries, one hundred and four yards, and two touchdowns. Coach saw something, saw what was working, kept going to it. 
That's all you can ask for. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. Give the man who's running the ball well the carries. Give him the carries. <laughs> Don't split it. Don't split it with somebody so half the carries goes for nothing. Give it to the guy who's producing. Give it to the man who's producing. Um, it's just gonna be. Uh, only thing is the offense. Offensive line has to stand up better, protect better, and receivers have to find a way to create separation. That's the only constant things that I'm seeing from the Panthers. Bryce Young has the ability to make these throws. I'm not questioning that. Bryce Young has the ability to extend plays. Bryce Young is a smart guy. He's not just doing... Now, it was one play, that little backwards, but it looked like it wasn't on... It looked like a confusion of... It like it was supposed to be a screen that collapsed too fast and Miles didn't adjust the way he should have. Okay. So it ended up being a backwards pass. Got you. But that's one of those bang, bang, like, he needs help around mm-hmm. him. He is a rookie quarterback. So somebody he, make a play, man. Somebody needs to, okay, I'm yeah. saying he's got four guys around him. Right. I should expect this ball to come out quicker than what it's scheduled to. Make the play. Um, I'm seeing guys dive out of bounds for no reason. You could have just caught that ball. You're jumping and doing a backflip. You got to have feel alertness. Yeah, so it. Like I said, we're not making it easy for them. We're not helping them. Um, but I do – the rushing game was something that I did like to see. It took some pressure off of them and then was able to keep us in the game. It's just that slow starts is going to continue to kill us. Especially exactly. Especially can't protect to be able to throw the ball. Well, hopefully the next game they're taking that get off to a hot, a hot or start. But also at the same time, at this point in time, uh, what I want to see out of the Carolina Panthers is continuity. That's what I want to see. I want to see continuity and everything have something to build on for next year. Okay, let's go to this game, babe, because everybody was talking about this game. Couldn't nobody pick no winner. Couldn't nobody pick no loser. You take you had the 49ers go into the Eagles' home as three-point favorites. This was crazy, man. I did not expect nothing that happened in this game. Now, I'm going to take it, I'm going to let you go with it, and then I'm going to put my little spin on it, and then we're going to chop it up. 49ers beat the Eagles at home. The 49ers won 42-19. to Please explain this game to me because I don't understand it. Now, you do have supreme confidence in the 49ers, but I didn't vote against uh, Jalen Hurst this time, and I was wrong. You got to talk to me, baby. This might win Brock Purdy MVP. Okay. This was an MVP performance game. The 18 for 19 for 27, 314, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Fantastic game. <laughs> Great game. Um, Debo wore the black air forces out there before the game. And he stood on business. <laughs> he, he had four catches, 116, with two touchdowns. Also had two, three carries for 22 yards with another touchdown. So three total touchdowns from him. Um, George killed a four catches, 68. They sacks numbers. They got three sacks, four tackles for loss. QB hits nine. Like they were applying pressure. And you know what you don't see? What's that? A lot of rushing stats from Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. They forced him to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Not his trunks. Right, right. We, we know that. Mm-hmm. Everybody honestly knows it's not his best attribute. Um, And you still, we. I think he's a benefit of that raw receiver room, just being as great as it is. 
A.J. Brown, eight catches, 114 yards, just could not find the end zone. Uh, Devontae Smith, nine catches for 96. It, like I said, you want to get up on them, and the 49ers are the team that can do that because they, just, they have just as many weapons as you, if not more. We can we can get up on you. Now, how can you answer? Because it's not you playing. Eagles like to play bully ball. Right. They like to get in the trenches, force you to punch you right in your mouth, and force you to stop the run. Right. That's how they want to win these games. That's how they want to initiate it. Then on the defensive side, they want to do the same exact thing. Pressure your quarterback, punch him in the mouth, punch your running backs in the mouth. But the Eagles, I mean, the 49ers were able to spread the field. They're able to spread the field around. Play the ball around, get have many different looks for you. Things like Christopher McCaffrey is a he's a Swiss Army knife. Just and that's why I picked them to win this game. And it 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 shows I was right. Just when you don't let them get into ahead of the chains. Right. You don't let them get into that third and two, fourth and one situations. It takes a lot away from that team. It takes a lot because they're used to being able to put together long drives off of, okay, let's get into third and two. If we can get there third and one, we can go for it on fourth. No matter and with the brotherly shove, it's automatic. No matter what, we can go for it. On, but if you keep them at second and five, third and six, third and eight, third and seven, third and four, now Jalen has to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Jalen has to be accurate and tight window passes. He has to respond to that pressure that the 49ers can send at you because now you have to throw the ball. Now you get up on this team. You have to throw the ball even more now. Exactly. That's when we let go of our Eric Armstead, Joey Bosa, uh, I mean Nick Bosa, uh, newly acquired Chase Young. We, we bring Fred Warner down into the box. Uh, the Quisky Tart back there do his, like they can just do so many things. To exactly, you. man, <clears throat> and that's a beautiful thing. You know, this right here, this game, it showed me a lot of stuff, man. Like you say, I, I did uh, bring up on a previous podcast the, the three game skid, and you did say that you know they did catch teams when they was hot, and it makes a lot of sense now. Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts had temporarily went out of this game for a second. I don't know what, exactly what had happened with that, but he did finish the game, and I think there was more of a morale type situation. It's like I. Need, my team needs to see me out here than it was anything else. So he did finish the game off, and I think he'll be okay. But this has so many, so many implications, man, about how this thing is going to end up, man, and on the NFC side of the ball, going all the way through to taking the division, the conference, and that big boy, the Super Bowl, it, man. This, this puts a question on that Eagles team. It do, don't it? Because Debo said if we had Brock, it wouldn't even have been close. Mm-hmm. And so let, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because I had asked you this question before, and, and it was like, uh, "Did the Eagles peak too soon?" And you didn't really feel like they did. Okay, cool. But I also think that the Eagles needed to lose this game. I think, and the reason why I say that I feel that the Eagles needed to lose this game is because they needed to push the reset button because they was running too hot too long. I, I'll agree with that one. Same thing with that. You. 2015 Panthers. Right. When they lost that, I want to say second to last or very last game of that season. I think if we didn't lose that game, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have made it to the Super Bowl. Because you do have to realize it's not as peaches as cream as it's been. We are going to face some adversities. We are going, people are going to answer the call. 
Yeah, it's a such thing as, as riding too high in the saddle. So I think this is a good loss for them. It shows you are vulnerable. You guys are not invincible. You guys are not unbeatable. Um, there is chinks in the armor, and it's been exposed now. Right. How do you respond going forward? Everybody going to watch this tape. And I think Sirianni is going to have them guys ready. He he has that machismo to him, that, 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 that swagger about himself. That he's going to have that team ready to bounce back and answer that call. And like you had said before and everything, the Eagles are the most complete team, okay? And the Ravens are the best team. That has not changed all season long. And I think if any team is capable of coming back from a, a loss like this, it is the Eagles. Now, with that being said... Uh, their next game is against them Dallas Cowboys in at, in Arlington. Okay, so uh, you need to go ahead and chop that up right quick. Eagles, Cowboys. Defensively, it's scary for the Eagles because they can do the Cowboys can do kind of the same thing. Get at you, get after you, and they can eliminate your run game and make you have to throw the ball. And with players like Deron Bland back there, they still got Gilmore. They like. With players like that, and then Michael Parsons is just a game changer. He he can wreck anything you're trying to do on offense. Absolutely, man. Um, you can line him up anywhere. Anywhere. So it's it's a scary situation for the Eagles. I do think they pull this one out just because of, like I said, the coaching staff and knowing the type of players that they have. Like Jalen Hurts is a competitive guy. Um, A.J. Brown, a competitive guy. Devontae Smith is a winner. Um, then that line, is, you, both sides of the line, mean like just angry. That um, often the defensive line is basically Georgia Bulldogs past two national champions. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the winners, um, right? They, I think they will figure it out. This game is going to be a good close one. I think they pull it out twenty seven twenty four. I love it. Absolutely. And, you know, that's going to be the game to watch. Should be the game of the week. Yes, okay. Be. All right. Okay. All right. Let's, let's do this right here, man. We took and We got the uh, – what we got here? We got the Rams. They played the Browns. Rams won 36 to 19. All right. This is the game that I've really been wanting to talk about. Didn't nobody have me winning it. We waited all day for this game. We waited all day for Sunday night. Okay. Listen. The Packers beat – the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Lovebug beat Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, baby, 27-19. We was up in Lambeau Field. You hear what I'm saying to you? Listen, you know I'm going to have to take this one. I'm going to let you get your taste and your spin. But listen. You go off, boss. Think about this right here. Jordan Love, man, I never gave up on Jordan Love, okay? This was basically his first full season. The thing that I like about it is even though they had controversy, they had some bumps in the road and some ups and downs, Matt LaFleur never set him down. He took his bumps. He took his bruises. I think it was some 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 uh, uh, catches, that uh, some passes that should have been caught, especially with my boy Christian McCaffrey, but he did show up this game. Romeo Dobbs, Wicks, Melton. Okay, AJ Dillon. We then we had we took and we took and signed a couple more running backs to take a little bit of the load off since we lost Aaron Jones. But listen, with all that being said, Jordan Love's been spinning it. 
Okay, he has not lost his confidence. He was 25 for 36, 267 yards and three touchdowns. He was dropping dimes. He was floating butterflies and he was hitting his marks. Okay, and I never gave up on that man, baby. You know, the, the, the whole world was shocked at this one, but I had faith in him. Jordan Love is the quarterback of future Franchise of the Green Bay Packers. Put a couple more pieces around him. Get our wide receivers all the way healthy. Make that make that pro running back do what he do. Get him healed up. You know what I mean? Romeo Dobbs, we had a sighting, baby. He had four receptions for 72 yards. We needed him to step up. He was wide receiver two, dropped in the lineup to three or four. Wasn't nobody else doing it for him, okay? Listen. Great game. Great game. Okay. I really like what had happened. Now, we still questionable on run, def- run defense, but Checo went for 110 and a touchdown, but we was able to keep Mahomes at bay. And to me, Travis Kelsey was a non-factor, baby. Now, I done had to spill because I feel good about it. Now, you tell me, what you think? I agree with you, man. Y'all, y'all have y'all franchise quarterback. Uh, he looks real nice. The arm talent is definitely there. Um, he's learning. As he goes, he looks more confident in the throws he's making. Um, these last three games from him has been masterpieces, complete masterpieces. Um, like you said, just figure out how to build this team around him. You have great young receivers, uh, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Dontavian Wicks. Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed. All these guys. Bo Melton can go out there and Ben play. Sims, the big six five tight end rookie out of Baylor. He say we know what we capable of. Y'all still got Musgrave out there. Craft um, still out there. Yeah, Craft. That's who I was. Luke Van Ness still out there. Y'all look amazing. Um, Sean Gary. The defense is gonna get better when you get <laughs> Jair Alexander back. Things like that. Um, <laughs> I use defensive. I use draft capital and. And free agent money, all on defense. Yeah. Honestly, I'd, I'd go all in on getting the best players you possibly can on that defense. Absolutely. Because I think your offense will take another leap next year, having a year together, um, building chemistry, a year, a full year of joy. After a full year of joy, love being a full-time starter, um, that offense will look a lot better next year, even if y'all don't touch it. Yeah. Even if y'all don't do anything to it, that offense will look a lot because you got this is the first year with Christian Watson being the main target because y'all still had Lazard and Valdez y'all had all these people last year um Romeo Dobbs is now getting used to his role Dontavian Wicks got a bigger role exactly he would have had no role on this team last year Jaden Reed is coming together he'll be in his second year um you'll get hopefully you'll get uh your running back back I I don't know why I can't think of his name right now we were just talking about Aaron Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones. Yeah, he'll number get, 33. Hopefully you'll get Aaron Jones back healthy. He won't lose a step. He um, need to play in the preseason next season and everything, get those legs warmed up. And, and you know, that's 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 a story for a different day. But I, I agree with you 100%. I still have the power back, A.J. Dillon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I say just fill out that defense. Uh, y'all got a great starting point with Gary and Alexander. Um, Van Ness, I do like him. Like, y'all have a great starting point. Just fell out. Maybe that that middle linebacker get a couple safeties in there. Uh, replace Rasul Douglas. Yeah, still heartbroken about that because that was just not a good move. But but going forward, y'all guys are 
you guys have the right trajectory right now. I, and I and I love it because if you got the right trajectory, what happens? You hit the target. Okay, baby. How about this one right here? Now I know I know how you feel about the Clemson connection. Okay, it was, it was a lot going on with it, and I don't know you, you, your man went down. Uh, the Bengals beat the Jaguars, baby, 34-31. Take it away. Talk to me. Great game. This is a great game. Um, Travis Etienne has. I don't know. If defenses are starting to focus in on him, um, trying to take him away, take that play action that they love to call away. Um, but he's struggling a little bit. Still had 11 carries for 45 yards in a touch. Um, but it's just not the same production that we was getting early on from him. Mm-hmm. Um, Trevor Lawrence still had another great game: 22 for 29, 258, two touchdowns. Um, I think he ran, yeah, ran in one, so three total touchdown games. Everett Ingram had nine catches, 82 yards, a touch. Parker Washington, six for 61 in a touch. Um, it's just you don't want to get into these close game situations because anything can happen. Right. You lose your quarterback at the end of regulation. Uh, you go into overtime with a whole new quarterback. It's hard to, it's hard for him to come in and win that game. Um, kudos to the Bengals. Stuck it out. Jamar Chase went insane. 11 catches for 149 and a touchdown. Joe Mixon, 19 carries, 68, two touchdowns. Um, they made it easy for their backup quarterback. Played complimentary football. Got to Trevor four times. So how you feel about how you feel about Browning, man, for the Bengals, man? Do you feel like ain't nobody got no tape on him? Cause he went for three three hundred and fifty four yards in a in a touchdown and was able to get it to Jamar Chase. So you just think it's is it's another way give him three games again because ain't nobody got a lot of tape on him. He's the backup. Um, Cause what's this? His second start. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think this was more on kudos to him. I think he just made the right decisions. He wasn't forcing the ball, trying to force the ball downfield. Right. Anything like that. He was just trying to get the ball into their hands and let them make plays, which which is what you want from your backup. You don't want them to go out there and try too much, try too hard to make plays. Just let the plays happen. Do the right thing and believe in your guys to take it from there. Absolutely. And that makes total sense to me, baby. And you know that uh you know that uh Thursday night football has always uh started uh the the next week of NFL football. So when we talk about week 14, you had a very interesting matchup, man. Uh you had the Patriots play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh the the most uh odd thing about this game is the New England Patriots won against the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, 21-18. I wouldn't have thought they'd be able to muster up 21 points against this defense. Right. How this offense has been playing. Um, but Zeke did have a pretty decent game, 22 carries for 68 yards. Just a just a decent game. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, four catches for 90. Zeke also had seven catches for 72. So that's a total of about 150 yards, um, 140 yards total from him. On the day, uh, and then the Steelers, uh, their problem is just can't score, can't score consistently, can't get a lot of things from that offense. They got a backup quarterback, and Juju Smith-Schuster, I think it may have been a personal game for him, seeing that he used to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. He probably wanted to show out a little bit that game as well. And then Zappy, man, he zipped it for three touchdowns for 240 yards. Great game. Just a great game, finding and like the same thing, just making the right plays because he ain't blow 
the roof off the place <laughs> with his arm. You know, he just right. made the right place with the ball where it needed to be. Mm. So guys can go and make plays. Exactly. Well, hey, that's what it is, baby. And, you know, we're going to get a little bit deeper into that week 14 a little later on. But, listen, you know what we got? You know what it is? This is what you've been waiting for, baby. You've been waiting all the whole entire show for what? The dynamic duo. The DDA, baby. The dynamic duo double D award of the week. My main man D got the double D. Who you got, baby? Dynamic duo what? So this was going to be a little different this week. Just, I just want to give these guys their flowers, show them some respect. Um, I want to give a shout out to Bailey Zappi and Jake Jake Browning. Okay. Uh, Bailey Zappi of the New England Patriots and Jake Browning of the Cincinnati Bengals, two backup quarterbacks who, for the most of the season, have been sitting on the bench, watching, waiting for their opportunity, being a team guy. Um, Zappi's younger. Uh, I think in his second year. Um, I know he's hungry, wanting for a chance to get out there. Jake Brown has been in the league for a while now, coming out of Washington, I believe. Um, never really got his opportunity. Has played a little bit. I don't think he's ever won a game, so this is his first win. So shout-out to the old guys. And they went out and bought Bailey Zappi, 19-28, 243 touchdowns, only one interception. Winning against a great Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Came out with the W. Got them that third win of the season. <laughs> uh, and shout out to Jake Browning. Replacing somebody like a Joe Burrow is not easy to do. Um, but you went out there and you played some of the best football I've ever seen. 32 of 37, 354 for a touchdown, two rushes for 22 targets and another touchdown. Um, just great game from you. Great game from both of you guys. Um, I wish nothing but the best for you moving forward. Hope y'all can keep it up. Zappy. Tell Billy Check to put you in the game, man. And there it is. You know, and, and the thing that I was thinking about, man, great dynamic duo award of the week, baby. Great shout-outs to the boys, Zappi and Browning, is that when I, when I seen that the, the, the Patriots did win that game, uh, it just seemed, I see it, when I when I seen Bill Belichick, it looked like the wheels were spinning in his head. You know, it looked like, okay, we're at a place right now in the season where we can take and win a certain amount of games in order to uh, take and get some good eyes on us as far as people wanting to come and play, saying that maybe it's one or two players away, but then again, you don't mess up your draft selection too and everything. I seen that, man. You in that thing? You exactly. Do, we, do I want to see what Bailey Zap can put together the rest of the year? Uh-huh. Try to win some games? Right. I do our self-sabotage and put Mac Jones back. Exactly. <laughs> and they still got Matt Carroll on that practice squad as well. So, listen, the mastermind is completely at work. Hey, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the show uh, because we enjoyed you having us. You know what I'm talking about? It's that number one uh, podcast that you love to listen to. You understand what I'm saying when I said it? Again, we want to thank everybody for listening today to the Donald and Donald podcast. <laughs> Double D, doubled off script, barber shop, sports people. We coming at you straight off 
straight off script, excuse me, because uh, I just got so excited. Listen, please, 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 please remember to drink your water and don't forget to stretch. And no matter what season you're in, rehearse the process and know that the win is coming. Absolutely. Listen, we're going to keep this thing rolling. Thank everybody for joining us. Please join us again for our next podcast. Again, one more time for the Donald. And Donald Podcast. Ha <laughs> ha. Double D. Let's go.